award-winning Tennessee Wildcast is on the air with the latest on hunting, fishing, boating, wildlife watching, and all things outdoors. Make welcome your host, drummer and outdoor expert novice, Jason Harmon. All right. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for watching. Got a fun show for you today. We are in studio. Me and Don King are, are hosting today's show, and we have a special guest who special is Special guest. Extra special. His studio uh, in uh, Collierville, I guess. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Bill Dance. Yeah, Bill Dance is oh, with us man. today. So uh, we're going to be bringing him into our house, uh, and, and we're going to go to his house, so his studio, and, and talk with him today. But, uh, you know, with COVID-19, we're trying to keep our distance I and things it. like that. So he uh, he wanted to be on the show, but he said, I'll just uh, help you out by working from my working from my studio today. So, <laughs> and we're okay with that. Yep, that's right. So it's going to be fun to, to chat with him and hear some of his stories. And uh, he was on Wildcast early on, one of our earlier shows. And if, I think it was like episode seven or so. And I think yeah. that set the record for the length of time for a Wildcast, too. I mean, you and Doug interviewed him like Lakeside, weren't you at the yeah. Tennessee River or something? We were on Kentucky Lake, yeah. Kentucky Lake, okay. Yep. And uh, I didn't make that trip, but but uh, yeah, that was a that was a great episode. You know, Bill's got a lot of stories, and uh, it'll be fun to hear what he's... We, we kind of worked up some questions that we thought, you know, our listeners would kind of like to know about Bill, you yeah. know, and, and things that we'd always wanted to ask him too. So, so yeah. we, we thought it'd be fun. Well, that's going to be a fun show. And before we get started and, and bring Bill in, we wanted to talk about the uh, the new uh, shop. You can shop TWRA. Find your gear. It's there our new go. e-store. Uh, it's a pretty cool, easy site. Shop Tennessee.com. Uh, same. It's relatively the same place you buy your license the same address just put shop dot in front of gooutdoorstennessee.com and it'll take you here you don't have to have a, an account to get into this site uh, you can fill your shopping cart and then you know check out just kind of like a, a normal online store yeah before it was a little bit more complicated you kind of had to uh, register like you were going to buy a license, you know, whether right. you wanted one or not. But anyway, with this, like Jason said, it's a, uh, it's a lot smoother and uh, a little easier to get in and out of. So got all kinds of cool stuff. The 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 blue hats that we're selling right now and the oil cloth hat are still available. The the camo hat is a new one that we haven't uh, really advertised much yet. But um, so that's out there. And then we have a couple of buffs, a blue one and a camo, the calendar and some cool stickers. So there's a lot of stuff. We're we're adding more as as more comes in. So. Um, the calendar has always always been a really desirable part of the the uh, subscription for the magazine, and so we've kind of broken that out. and And I hear there are uh, uh, plans to expand the magazine right to a couple more uh, issues per year. Yeah, uh, it's going to be online before you know it. And and the thing about this calendar here that you're gonna if you purchase one, it's got a, a few more months in it. Yeah, uh, we're trying to get our calendar back on a normal twelve month rotation uh, where you normally. Started like in July or something like that. August through July, there you you know, go. which was kind of a weird time to start and stop, but but it made sense. Yeah, but this one's got a few more months in it, just so it gets us back to a January through December. Uh, That's good calendar. So anyway, this one will last you a while. That's uh, right, a few more months in it. So anyway, this is a really cool site. Shop um, and we'll be adding more gear. So get your Tennessee outdoor gear, your your Tennessee wildlife gear, right here. So. Good deal. Hey, yeah. Uh, do you know who the mystery model is modeling the aqua buff there? I don't know her name, but uh, I know she uh, 
she helps us with some of our marketing things. Oh, okay. So, yeah. All right. Yeah. She's hiding incognito. Pretty girl. So <laughs> anyway, if you're not, if you're listening, you you might want to just go to the site and uh, check out the new stuff we've got there. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, we're going to jump into this interview with Bill. I, I was. It was excited to have him uh, do these uh, questions, answer these questions for us, and he was excited to help us out. So, yeah, uh, it's going to be a fun little little segment with him, and I appreciate everybody tuning in. Like you said, he's got a good studio, we've got a good studio, so we thought, well, what the heck, we'll combine our our uh, our professional studios here and kind of go from there. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, you know, Bill's been a longtime supporter of the agency. Yep. Uh, he loves Tennessee. He loves fishing. He loves. You know, outdoors, all in general. You know, he's a big supporter of of what we do here in Tennessee as far as outdoors go, and always been a long time supporter. Um, We've never asked him to do something that he hasn't done it for us. Like the next day, yeah. you know, he's he's just always ready and willing to help out. He really and, is. And you know, the raffle just passed. Uh, you know, and he was part of the the conservation raffle. He donated a days of he a did. days worth of fishing with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so uh man, somebody's somebody that that won that is going to have a, a special day out there with with Bill on the water. I think Bill said it was going to be sometime in the fall and they were going to go out uh-huh. and and catch some fish wherever the fish are. That's where they're going fishing. <laughs> so uh, you know, I didn't We tried to pin him down on where they were going, but yeah, he wouldn't wouldn't uh, wouldn't give us any secrets. The, the lucky winner will know his honey hole. Yeah. I guess by yeah. the time the trip's over with. But anyway, uh, well, we'll get jump into this first this first little clip from Bill. And like I said, we really appreciate him uh, being a part of this uh, this show. So we'll jump right in. You know, I've had a long-standing relationship with the Tennessee Wildlife Resource Agency. At every level, the folks that work for the agency have always been top-notch when it comes to conserving the outdoor legacy of my home state. So. I'm just doggone glad to do my part. You know, we really are blessed to have such diverse and wonderful natural resources in our state. And it gives me and other Tennessee residents such joy. Who wouldn't want to work to fund the management of such natural treasures? Like I said, he's always ready and willing to do it. So uh, when when he was asked to donate a day's worth of fishing, he was more than happy, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm sure that'll be a special day. Yeah, yeah, it sure will. It sure will. So let's jump in. Um, you know, some of the other questions we had asked him is is who introduced him uh-huh. into the outdoors. That's always an important one on Wildcast. You know, we it's great to know the history of where where we came from and where. What motivated us to get to get into outdoors? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, a lot of us, it's the same story, you know, a parent or a grandfather or uh-huh. something like that, you know, um, introduced you to the outdoors. But Bill had a, had a pretty cool response here. So we'll jump in. Who introduced Bill to the outdoors? You know, I've been asked many, many times, who introduced me to fishing? You know, I was truly blessed growing up that I had two people that gave me the greatest gift of all. Those two people introduced me to this great sport that we call fishing. And those two people were my daddy and my granddaddy. And both of them loved the outdoors and both were doctors. So they also tended to teach me some biology along with how-to fishing lessons. 
Now, this was especially true of my granddaddy. He helped me cut my teeth wade fishing the creeks of Middle Tennessee. And though I have fished all over the country, creek fishing still remains my favorite. I still uh, use the information they shared with me even today. For example, I know the uh, way to wade a creek upstream. So the sediment, as I move along, that I stir up wading doesn't disturb the area I plan to fish. I also learned about stealth, what scares fish, uh, whether it be the shadow you cast on the water or the noise you make while wading in the gravel. Uh, you know, I learned a lot about that. I learned about the anatomy that my granddaddy taught me and my daddy taught me about how fish hear, about the lateral line. Uh, and I learned that one time by throwing a topwater bait. When the bait hit the water, I saw a fish swimming, and when the bait hit the water, the fish stopped. And I said, you know, Granddaddy's right. The fish heard that bait hit the water. And as I moved the bait, the fish turned in the direction of that bait. And I said, he hears that bait. And when I moved the bait, the fish started toward the bait. And when I stopped the bait, the fish stopped. When I moved the bait, the fish moved. When I stopped, the fish stopped. And as I moved the bait, the fish continued to move toward the bait. And I learned those little things about the hearing. And then in time, I learned about the things he taught me about sight. He taught me more about anatomy, which helped me tremendously. Uh, and then the techniques that I learned later in life. So uh, who taught me how to fish? He taught me a lot about techniques, but he taught me so much more about, the, about anatomy, which still helps me uh, today. So as I said, my dad and my granddaddy uh, gave me probably the greatest gift of all, and that was teaching me uh, how to fish and uh, what fish do and how to go about catching them. Yep, they did. That's awesome. I could relate to that. Yeah. Who taught you? Who, my dad. Who, your dad. My dad, yeah. Yeah, we used to go... Uh, fishing on the Elkhorn River in uh that was kind of my first memory of, of fishing river river fishing I always liked that because there was always something going on you know there's water's moving and you know even if you didn't catch anything you'd feel stuff hitting your line you go oh, oh. yeah <laughs> so you grew up in Nebraska right yeah yeah, yeah so yeah. near Omaha Nebraska in the eastern part of the state yeah. and uh uh so you know fishing pheasant hunting pheasant squirrel hunting stuff like that so but fishing especially yeah how about you yeah well you know i, I remember my first trip first fishing trip you know with my dad but my, my uncle played a major role oh, okay in getting me outside and into the outdoors he took me hunting and uh -huh. and fishing and uh, some of my first wade fishing trips was with him and and then as i got older you know in college and things fishing with buddies and uh my wife and i loved fish together so you know okay you know so it's it's been a passion that has uh built over time i guess you yeah know, but always been a hunter and fisherman you know and i know you guys are passing it along to your kids too you know they uh, love it riley and tucker both love it yeah <laughs> yeah they love to fish they have a good time and 
that's that's good because we'll have fishing models for the next ten years at least. You know, as they're growing up. Yeah, so. yeah, they've already uh, graced the pages of a few. Ads they have, and yeah. So. Well, uh, you know, along these same lines, we we asked Bill what was his favorite um, fish to catch. Uh huh. And I'm sure. Uh, He's got many, but yeah. he, he filled us in on that. So. All right. Okay, here's a good one I'm asked quite often. What's your favorite fish? Well, my favorite fish is a fish I've got on the end of the line. But when it comes to salt water, I would rate the snook. Why? The power that a snook has, the big broad tail and the strength and the power. Uh, and then when I come into freshwater, oh, it's got to be the smallmouth bass. And why I say the smallmouth bass, it's hard to compare their acrobatics and their will to live. Uh, catching a smallmouth, I guess it goes back to the days when I was wading the creeks of Middle Tennessee. Uh, they're just truly unique. Uh, their, their strength, their power, and watching them just scream across the water when you hook one. Uh, by the way, I caught my biggest smallmouth uh, in Tennessee, an eight-pound, three-ounce one. I caught him over on uh, Pickwick Lake on the Tennessee River. And that memory alone might make uh, Pickwick my favorite uh, fishing spot. I used to live on Pickwick. I learned so much about uh, moving water, fishing Pickwick Lake. Uh, it's really where I first started fishing independently. and. It's really where I really honed my skills that uh, became the foundation of my career. Uh, there's also a lot of tributaries at Pickwick that uh, the creeks that feed into Pickwick and into the Tennessee River uh, that remind me of uh, where I used to fish as a kid. And I go back there even even today, and wade those creeks. Pickwick is a is a beautiful body of water. It's approximately 46 miles long and offers tremendous opportunity uh, with a lot of different species to fish for that uh, offers 12 months a year uh, fishing. Uh, there's always something going on at Pickwick. Uh, from the uh, uh, headwaters at uh, Wilson Dam all the way to Pickwick Dam, that 46-mile stretch. It has a good crappie fishing, excellent cat fishing, uh, and then below the tail race and the tail race below Pickwick Dam, uh, you have uh, good cat fishing, uh, white bass fishing, smallmouth fishing, uh, of course largemouth fishing is good. Uh, in the upper lake as well as in the river below. Uh, there's just something always going on on Pickwick. Uh, and like I said, I lived there for a long period of time, had a place on Pickwick. So I rate Pickwick uh, uh, as one of my favorite. But Tennessee, uh, my home state, is blessed with a multitude of great, great fisheries from West Tennessee, through Middle Tennessee, all the way across the state. Uh, we hold many world records. We hold the world record uh, walleye. Might be surprising to a lot of people. We hold the world record smallmouth. Uh, 
uh, with our, uh, we have lowland, midland, highland type lakes. We've got a lot to offer in, uh, in our great state. So uh, Pickwick is, a, is my favorite, as I said, but uh, I enjoy fishing uh, uh, other great lakes throughout the state, but I rate Pickwick probably as my favorite. <laughs> he, he gave us a little more information than I thought, I he, thought he was going to give us. You know, he talked about his favorite fish, you know, the snook and then the smallmouth, but then he, he started giving away some hunting holes. Yeah. Like. <laughs> uh, well, you know, you always see Bill in an orange and white Tennessee cap uh-huh. with the big T. So he said, what, what is it about the T? Yeah. So he answered that one for us. Well, my first T cap was sent to me by my good friend Doug Dickey who was head football coach at the University of Tennessee at the time and I was fortunate enough to win a national bass tournament while wearing it and two months later guess what I was wearing that same cap and won another tournament and someone said you know Bill that's your lucky cap and the next thing I knew it became my trademark and that turned out to be a blessing because I never really had to change caps with a sponsor or anything. My national sponsors realized that I already had a trademark, that orange and white tea cap, this one right here. So I always wasn't required to fulfill any obligations in that regard. You know, like a NASCAR driver. You got to put this hat on. You got to put this hat on. I just put this one on, and that's the only one I had to wear. And after 50 years of outdoor programming, later, I still wear this lucky cap. Maybe it was luck, but you always must know I'm surrounded by a great family and support staff, and I have the greatest sponsors in the business. Well, it looks good on you, Bill. It does. <laughs> I know. You know, he he came to a commission meeting uh, a few years ago for a special recognition that, that our, our commissioners were bestowing on him, and uh, he wasn't wearing his cap. And it, it took me a minute. I, so I was looking around the room for Bill Dance. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Without the cap, it's it's a little tougher to spot him in a crowd. You don't see him very often without the hat and without the glasses. You yeah. know, he's... Uh, it's his trademarks, but uh, yeah, maybe Bill, if you're listening, we'd love to have a few caps. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yep, Wildcats is on the radio there. So, um, and speaking of Tennessee, uh, I'm a big Tennessee fan, so uh, you know it looked good on me too, Bill. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you know, when you think of Bill Dance, you always think of uh, funny times, laughter bloopers yeah and uh he's got plenty of those out there so we we ask him uh you know uh where how the bloopers come about so i know it's funny to watch it's yeah. hilarious to watch him and uh so anyway he's got some behind the scenes on that it's amazing to think that he's shot as much video as he has and think about the week to week to week tv shows over the years and uh all the bloopers that must have happened during that time because he's had i don't know how many projects he's put out that it's just bloopers yeah you know? <laughs> <laughs> well he uh he spills the beans here so. all right good 
You know, I've been asked many times, how did the blooper series come about? Actually, the video series was kind of an accident. Let me explain. About 20 years ago, Walmart was one of our major sponsors of Bill Dance Outdoors. They asked for me to shoot a show on a particular fishing lures they wanted to air the following weekend. They had a lot of inventory on this particular bait and had run some promotional ads trying to promote it. So we said, no problem. No problem? Huh. We like to have never gotten that show shot. And we really never did. We caught only enough fish on this lure to complete a half a show. But our producer came up with a great idea. He told our editors to look back into the archives and see if they could find enough outtakes to fill out the show. Well, they did. The show aired, and a few weeks later, we got a call from Dick Clark Productions, who produced Super Bloopers and Practical Jokes on NBC. They wanted three or four of our blooper clips to air on their show. Then later, they wanted more. Then CBS came up with a blooper show, and they wanted some. Then later, we got a call from the BBC in London, and they wanted some. Well, that got us thinking. Why don't we do our own blooper tape? So we did, and it was a huge success, followed by Blooper 2, Blooper 3, and then Blooper 4. <laughs> Left me hanging there, Bill. Oh, I guess maybe Blooper 5 might be coming down the yeah, road at some point. Yeah, it might point. be, yeah. That's funny. Quite a series. Yeah, it's, it is funny when you accidentally fall into something like that you know that that is successful for you yeah you know it um some of it looks like it might be made up at some point uh -huh. sometimes but you know it's funny that i mean you shoot video enough and you're out there every day it's oh, stuff like that's gonna happen oh yeah that's right yeah well we got a couple more for him and uh and these last two kind of reflect on uh, some of the guys that work for us right and uh so we uh Thought they'd be interesting questions, and thought the public might want to hear sure. hear these. So, uh, this first one, he uh, he talks about fishing with Ed Carter, our our recent director, uh -huh. uh, just retired. He was on our 200th episode of Wildcast, and just recently. So, if you've missed that one, you can go back and check it out. But this one, he wants to he talks about um, Ed and how special their relationship is, and that kind of thing. So, uh, I think this will be a fun one for you guys. <laughs> You know, when the good Lord made people like Ed Carter, he did a great and wonderful thing. What a true, sweet, and gentle man. You know, in all the years he was our director, I never, and I truly mean this, I never heard anything but good things said about him. Ed's and my relationship, whew, it goes back probably 25 to 30 years when he was boating director of TWRA. He did a great job when he held that position, just like when he was the TWRA director 
of our state. And he's truly going to be missed. You know, at his recent uh, retirement dinner, I did a video, uh, just like many other people did. And in that video, I remember saying, Ed, I'm not going to say goodbye. I'm going to say, see you later. Because later is when Ed and Bobby Wilson and I will be doing our annual fishing trip over on the Mississippi River in search for a trophy blue, one of those big blue cats that both of them have been trying to catch for years. I think uh, that'll be a fun trip to be on. With oh those, yeah, those three guys. <laughs> oh man, and and he mentions that being an annual trip, and I think that kind of. Uh, you know, according to what I've heard from Bobby, they go do some sampling of the river at that point anyway. So it's it's kind of like they, they tie in a fishing trip with that thing, yeah, too. So that's great. And, uh, man, I, I've had some experience uh, catching those big catfish on the Mississippi, a little south of there. But uh, that, is a, that is a fun time catching those great big ones. That would be a fun, uh, a fun excursion to go on, shoot a little video. Oh, yeah. We could put out a little... A little something on that, but that would be fun. Well, we got one last question before we wrap it up. And, uh, you know, our recent, uh, with, with Ed leaving and, and retiring, uh -huh. we now have uh, a director, Bobby Wilson, yes. in, in in that position. And uh, the commission appointed him to that position, and uh, he's doing a great job. And uh, we asked Bill uh, what he thought about Bobby. <laughs> so he, he lets us know. Bobby Wilson and I are the best of friends. And, you know, we have been for many, many, many years. I tell you what, let me say this. I don't think Bobby is just a friend, nor do I consider him just a good friend. I classify Bobby Wilson as a true friend. And you know something? There is a big difference. You know, Bobby and I have had some great times fishing together, and we've been on a bunch of fishing trips together over the years. In addition to sharing some of our life experiences. Now, as far as Bobby's position as the new director of TWRA, he loves the state of Tennessee just as much as I do. He's a true conservationist. He cares about our wildlife. He believes and stands by our game and fish laws. He truly, truly cares and values the opinions of the sportsmen of the state of Tennessee. And there's no doubt in my mind whatsoever, I truly believe this, that he's going to be a great, great director. He truly will be. Couldn't say it better myself. Hey, there you have it. That's a pretty good testimony right there. Yeah, it sure is. It sure is. Bill, I appreciate you uh, jumping in here and doing this show with us uh, from, from a distance. That's right. From yeah, we, studio. we kept at least six feet here between us and Bill, so uh, yeah. that's awesome. Well, uh, it's been a little different episode of Wildcast, but uh -huh. I think it's been a good one. It has been. And uh, I think, uh, like uh, Bill said, I think it's going to be a... Uh, the future looks bright for the agency, and and, the, and as Bobby coming in as the director, I think he's going to do a great job. And I totally agree. 
and uh, I'm looking forward to to getting outdoors and and uh, enjoying the resources of Tennessee. Yeah, that's right. So, Don, thank you for co-hosting. You bet. You and, bet. Uh, thank you all for watching, and we'll see you next time on Tennessee Wildcast. Thanks for tuning in. Stay connected with TWRA by visiting our website at tnwildlife.org and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Hey, it's all about Tennessee wildlife. It's what we do. Tennessee Wildcast will be on the air again next week. We'll see you then.